Hey guys, welcome to the I Can Speak To podcast where everyone can speak. We can just speak in different ways. I'm your host, Portia B. So guys, I'm very excited to be back with episode 9 after a very long and rest, restful spring break. I did lots of spring cleaning. I got some reading done. It really just had some me time. So I hope you guys had a really good spring break too. So if you're new to I Can Speak To podcast, you can follow me on I Can Speak To with a numerical two on Instagram, or you can follow me on YouTube at the I Can Speak To podcast. And you can check out my old previous episodes that are from season one as we are on season two right now. So as always, before we start the episode, I have some great icebreakers and I love to show you guys my books that I'm currently reading or anything I just got. And today I'm going to tell you about a movie too. So let's get to it. So first I'm going to tell you guys about this really awesome um, manga that I've started. Well, really it's an anime. It's called Demon Slayer. And I've started reading that, and it's about a guy whose family gets slaughtered completely by demon slayers while he's out um, trying to sell coal. And it causes him to somehow get unraveled in this journey of becoming a demon slayer and just trying to save um, his sister who accidentally gets turned into a demon. But it's not what you think. She's a very special individual demon. But it's a really, really cool show, um, and season one is on Netflix right now. I probably sound like a complete nerd right now, <laughs> but that's okay. And I went to go look at the movie yesterday because it's like season one, and then after season one, there's a movie, and then season two is coming out. But the movie just came out Friday, and it was awesome. It's called Demon Slayer Munjin Mujin, Munjin Mujin Train. Um, and it was really, really good. So check that out if you've never heard of Demon Slayer. Also, I just finished a book called None Shall Sleep. And if you're really into, you know, um, let's say Silence of the Lambs, um, CSI, uh, Criminal Minds, like stuff like that, I think you'll really like this book. It's basically about this girl who survives a serial killer and she gets asked to help the FBI investigate, like, well, really just do interviews for juvenile serial killers that are in jail. But it turns out to be way more. And she got in over her head. There's an active case. And there's this really, really, really insane sociopath that's a teenager. His name's Simon Guthmanson. And he sets his eyes on her. And that's where the terror really begins. So check out, it's called None Shall Sleep by Ellie Marnie. Very, very good read. Um, and if you guys like books as much as I do, um, I want you to follow my Instagram page, The Book Hole Club, because I review books on there, so check that out. So anybody that's been looking at the podcast knows that I love Junji Itu. Who is um he makes horror manga so i recently just picked up his recent book it's called um love sickness and again it's just a whole bunch of collection of short horror stories um but i believe it's just about a town that's played with um girls killing themselves after encountering a really extremely handsome young man and i think that's the main story so um a young guy comes in town he's starting to try to investigate and so he can close the case in a sense but it's a beautiful beautiful cover um 
Junji Itu is so good. Um, I just personally love him so much. Um, well, his books so much. And they're just really entertaining and fun to read. So, um, it's really awesome. Hey, Becky. Also, the last book that I have to show you guys is The Girl with the Louding Voice. And I'm very excited about this one because I'm going to read it with um, one of my really close friends. Her name's Andrea. And this story is about a young girl who strives. She wants an education. And in her country, the education is coming second. So she really has this different journey, um, just learning to grow and become a woman that she is and set out to reach her dreams and strive to get her education the way that she wants to. And I think that she has a lot of struggles that she goes through, um, just different things and different events that happen in her life. Um, but I'm just really interested in this one. Um, it is by a POC. So I'm very excited about this and just having a buddy read. And of course, it is a book of the month. I am a book of the month subscriber. So I'm very excited about those. And I hope you guys will check out one and then let me know on YouTube. You can comment or let me know on my Instagram page, The Book Club Club. So since we did our icebreakers, next we are going to go into episode nine, which is called planting kindness to earth and to each other and i think that's a really great title because um i love talking about kindness and i think it's important that we're kind to each other and we're kind to earth so we have some signs today too we also like to do the sign of the day so our signs are going to be thank you and we're going to do love love so before we go any further, we're going to start our topic points. So, what is kindness? Everybody knows what kindness is for the most part. Um, we think about it in different ways, but kindness is really just being friendly, um, being considerate of other people's feelings and things of that nature. Um, being kind is a human thing. Um, I feel like most of us are generally, we have it in our hearts to be kind to others. And um, it's the best expression we can do to give and receive to others. Um, you know, a lot of times we want to receive kindness. So, you know, my mom used to always say, treat people how you want to be treated. And um, I think that gives to show that it's very important. So if you want others to be kind to you, you should also be kind. And it should just be, you know, kind of a natural thing, a human thing. Um, and natural to be a kind person um, and to show that and be considerate of others. Um, so an example for kindness for kids might look like, you know, supporting a friend, you know, saying hello to someone that you might see um, or, you know, you could have walked past or um, sharing things of that nature. Um, you know, when kids are younger, they're all like, mine, 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 mine. So we'll get into that later, but that's part of the development process. But those are just some examples of how we can be kind or how children can be kind. It's just um, kindness can look different for different ages um, and also the different scenarios or situations that we're in. So the second part I wanted to talk about was the importance of kindness. So we are teaching and raising the next generation. And I don't know how people feel about this, but sometimes I feel like... Um, <clears throat> the world that we live in can be cruel sometimes, you know, it's, um, can be hard to go out and feel like, um, 
we have to be kind or we need to be kind when the world's not so kind to us or not kind to our people, things of that nature. So um, I just feel like it's important to keep in mind that we want our future leaders and those children and those children's children to have different thought processes. We want them to be kind. We want them to be considerate of others. We want them to um, show um, reconciliation. We want them to be diverse in nature. We want them to be love. We want them to be loving. We want them to have um, virtue, gratitude, all those things of that nature. And I feel like we have the perfect position as. Um, teachers and parents as well have the perfect position in a child's life to impact them and show them what kindness truly is. And I think that's extremely, extremely important just for our future of this world. Also, we have the ability to share our stories and make changes with children. That goes again with how I said we are teaching the next generation. We have the ability to share our stories and show children why kindness is so important. Um, just seeing the benefits of kindness and, um, you know, welcoming other people, loving other people, things of that nature, um, and how it can really change the world. Um, I also want to talk about understanding and teaching what kindness means. Um, I feel like kindness is more than just saying, you know, thank you to someone, or like I said earlier, by the example, sharing your toys. Um, I feel like kindness is also about explaining empathy to children even when um, they're young in age, you know, having them to understand how to relate to someone else. You know, we have many friends who go through things or we go through things and we want someone to talk to us, to support us, to understand what we're going through, to understand how we feel. And it hurts. It doesn't feel good when somebody's not there for you or doesn't support you or somebody can't listen to you at the moment. But it, it feels good when someone has a gentle word for you and um, is a kind, kind, gives you a warm hug. Those things make us feel good. And those are the ways that we can show empathy and we can show kindness to one another. Um, I think it's important to realize that during child development, children will act on, um, begin to act on compassion. So they'll start to learn that they have to be more inclusive. I feel like in the beginning of development, children, you know, um, there's that, um, is it Erickson? The stage where it's all about them. You know, when you're growing up in the world, children think the world revolves around them. And that's just something that they have to grow through because they're young. And it's always, like I said earlier, mine, 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 mine. So I feel like the older children grow and the more that develop and more that we teach them, they're able to be more inclusive in their mindset and understand that, okay, this is not just mine. Other people's feelings matter too. And I can share things with people. It doesn't always have to be about me. But like I said, that's something that's learned, that's something that's taught, and that has something to be practiced with children. So, talking about practice, how can we practice this with our children or our students? So, we have to support inclusion. So, I have a nasty habit of saying, you know, what can I do today? What can I do today? What can I do today? You know, and I think with children, when you have a child, it can be very important to promote inclusion and teaching them that compassion aspect by saying, what can we do today? So you're not only trying to make plans for yourself, but you're also make, trying to make plans for that child. 
So you're making them feel a part of the situation. And I feel like if you're practicing that, it may seem very small and tedious, but over time, a child will understand that that's a compassion, that's you showing that you want to share your day with them. You don't know how that could be implemented for them when they go to school. Um, they may ask their friend, what can we play together? What can we do today on the playground? What should we play with? Those things show that inclusion that we need in this world and the kindness that we need in this world. Also, this helps teach, um, like I said, inclusive language. Also with inclusion, I think it's important that, um, you know, children play with children of different ethnicities, children of different abilities, learning the progress of how we can grow each other, um, how we can play with one another, um, promoting, you know, those different relationships with people that may not be like um, us. I think that's also an important part of kindness too, because you know, when a child grows up and they go into the world, they're going to encounter many different people that are not like them. They're going to encounter people that don't walk like them, that don't see like them, that don't talk like them. And, you know, in order to be able to separate, okay, I don't have to judge. I can like somebody um, regardless if they're different from me, if they look different from me, whatever it may be, they can still show kindness to one another because you've instilled that in them at such a young age and that sticks forever. All right. Also, if you have a child that's young, I think um, you can also teach kindness and empathy during pretend or dramatic play. You can practice empathy. So that might look like playing doctor. You know, you go, oh, doctor, doctor, I'm so sick. I don't feel good. He say, what's wrong? Kids might say, what's wrong? Let me check you out. Let me give you a checkup. Maybe you need a Band-Aid. Does that make you feel better? That's showing empathy. That's showing compassion. Or even taking care of a baby doll, showing them those things. That's teaching kindness and instilling it. Um, I personally see a lot of times my kids, they have um doctor kids in the classroom and they're you know always like um let me check you let me check you i didn't even say i was sick <laughs> but they want to check on me and make sure i'm not sick or they want to put the fake band-aid on me or they want to check my ears things like that so that's them practicing their kindness and empathy and showing concern for others which is really awesome and very very important um I think another way also, like I said before about the um, inclusion, inclusion play is very important, but also if children who um, may um, not speak are nonverbal, I think it's also important to teach children how to be um, playful with them and be compassionate with them and kind to them and treat them as they are treating themselves. You know, I very, very strongly believe in a classroom that is full of inclusion, everyone playing with each other, everyone being kind with one another. You know, rifts happen with children. <laughs> but I think that it's important that that environment builds so much diversity, inclusion, and in kindness, and it just has a real power to break through, um, especially for your children in the future, um, starting them off in those type of environments and also carrying that inclusion and kindness at home is very, very important. All right, so I also want to talk about another way to practice kindness, which I do all the time. I love to read. Reading is very important. You know, there's books about everything. There's books about 
um, washing your hands. Uh, there's books about no biting. There's books about tying your shoes. There's books about eating your, your meal for meal time, not being such a picky eater. And obviously there's books about kindness and showing compassion to others. So I think it's important that you can um, start reading about these topics to your children right before bed. And, you know, even talking about it the next day. Remember what we read the other night? What's the way that we can practice that together today? Practice, 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 practice. And I always say this on the podcast, but everything that we do is about um, rituals. You have to teach a child over and over and over and over and over and over again. They don't get something one time. So I think that the more you practice with a child, the more you implement that in their life and make it important, it sticks. Also, modeling that kindness and practicing manners. We just said the sign for thank you. Teaching your child um, how to say thank you and you're welcome, please. Those are ways to practice manners and those um, exemplify kindness to others. So I think those are important. And also modeling kindness to your child. Um, I say this all the time and I've talked about it before. I think I did on um, the episode about badass behavior. And I think that it's just important to understand that you can discipline a child and you don't have to be mean about it. You know, you can still model kindness even in your discipline. So doing those things with a child is extremely important. All right. So we talked a lot about kindness and I have a really cool um, activity I wanted to show you guys that I did. Um, so I'm going to get it. And it's just a little craft. It's basically um, a kindness rainbow cloud. And... I use nothing but construction paper and I cut out the colors. You could do purple too. I didn't um, have purple construction paper, <laughs> but you can just write the child's name and write some different ways um, about them, some different characteristics that they have that, um, you know, that make them feel good about themselves. So I just wrote some about me. I wrote that I'm um, talented. Um, I have kindness. Um, I can be respectful. I'm smart and um, I can be helpful. So I think this is just really cool craft to do with your kids and just remind them um, of the different characteristics that you see in them. And you can also encourage them to practice things with you. Well, how can we be more respectful today? How can we show that we can be more helpful? Maybe we can help mommy or daddy clean up. How can we show our kindness? Are just reminding them how talented they are so that they can keep striving towards their goals and that's kindness you're showing towards your children so i think that this is a really fun craft that they can do that can remind them and you can always make more of these or add more rainbow strips to them and they can decorate their name at the top and put in pretty colors whatever it may be but i think this is a really cool craft that they can hang up in their room and just have a reminder of all the ways that you believe that they are and um, just promote that kindness with them. All right, so I do have a book pick for this week and it's called Kindness Makes Us Strong and it's by Sophie Beer. And I actually um, saw this book and I thought it was really cute. The illustrations are really, really pretty and it just shows you how kindness pays off in the world. Um, and I love how diverse the book is it has all sorts of different kids and different colors, and that's why I love to see 
Um, and it just shows you how important kindness is and how important it is to love and help each other. So I think that you should check it out. It's called Kindness Makes Us Strong by Sophie Beer. And last but not least, we have a quote of the day, obviously. And this quote is saying, there is power in kindness. And there is power in kindness. And we've talked about the power in kindness. So there is power in kindness. I am not sure who had that quote. I kind of feel like I thought about the quote on my own because um, I don't remember looking one up. So I'm just going to say this quote is by me. There is power in kindness. So I'm, I'm just going to say it's by me. <laughs> Alright guys, well that was episode 9, planting kindness to earth and to each other. I really, really hope you enjoyed it and I will see you guys on the next episode. Bye! Thanks for watching the I Can Speak To podcast and always remember, there is power in kindness. That's our quote of the day. And remember to pick up Kindness Makes Us Strong by Sophie Beer.